Today's episode is brought to you by Canva. Uh, We're all looking for ways to make an impact at work, but not all of us are skilled in visual design. A Canva helps you get your point across uh, simply and beautifully. It's easy to design Canva presentations, docs, whiteboards, and videos. You start with a designer-made template and customize it with your content. Uh, plus, add graphics, charts, and more from Canva's massive media library. Whatever department you work in, Canva is perfect for any task. Sales decks, hiring docs, marketing brainstorms, employee videos, you name it. Anyone at work can design with Canva. Start designing today at canva.com. Designed for work. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This episode is brought to you by Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast. When you think about the future, what kind of technology do you envision? Whatever the future holds, artificial intelligence will undoubtedly be at the heart of it all. Join Graham Class as he hosts Season 2 of Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast, and hears from the minds transforming healthcare, retail, entertainment, personal computing, and more with the help of AI. Tune in every other Tuesday and explore the latest technology that's changing our world today and creating a more accessible tomorrow. Listen to Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the campaign moment right now, wherever you're listening. Welcome to Brain Stuff from HowStuffWorks.com, where smart happens. Hi, I'm Marshall Brain with today's question. What causes someone to choke under pressure? Anyone who watched the Masters tournament this year or who followed the tournament in the news knows that there was a shocking breakdown by Rory McIlroy during his final nine holes. He played well through three and a half rounds, or 63 holes, and then he choked. It was as though he had forgotten how to hit a golf ball, and if you've ever played golf, you know that this isn't an exceedingly uncommon event, uh, you know, Professionals choke quite often in golf, and you yourself may have experienced it on the golf course where you go to hit a ball and you can't hit it straight to save yourself. And then when you try to correct that, you can't 
you know, get the second shot anywhere where you want it to be. And suddenly you have forgotten how to play golf or you might have experienced it in a public speaking situation where you can't make words come out of your mouth or you might have gone into a test and choked and couldn't find the answer to any question on the test or you might have met a particularly attractive member of the human species that you would like to get to know better and when you go to talk to him or her you can't get any words out of your mouth that that sound anything other than ridiculous or and this one is really common you go to be on a tv show for the first time and this question pops into your head what am i supposed to do with my hands and You've never had a problem with your hands before. You've lived your whole life without thinking about what to do with your hands. But suddenly, with a TV camera focused on you, you don't know what it is that you're supposed to do with your hands, and it becomes an amazing source of uh, confusion for you. The point is that human beings choke all the time. This is a very common phenomenon for human beings. And the question is, what causes people to choke? What is going on when we choke in a high-pressure situation or any situation where we're trying to get a good outcome rather than a bad one? There is some excellent material on the web that talks about choking, and if you want to Google it, you can Google Brain Stuff How Choking Works to find links in a couple videos that, that show the process of choking. But one article in particular is called The Psychology of Choking, and it explains it this way. There are two different ways that we can do things with our bodies in the real world. One way is under conscious control, and the other way is under unconscious control. So you are using the conscious process whenever you're learning something. You know, you're, let's say you're learning to drive a stick shift car. You are sitting there and you have to consciously think about taking your foot off the gas, putting your foot onto the clutch, moving the gear shift knob, and then reversing that, taking your foot off the clutch while you apply the gas smoothly. And you're doing all that consciously and it's hard. It takes time and it takes a lot of thought and it's frustrating and you mash the gears and, and stuff is difficult. If you've ever tried to drive a backhoe for the first time, you run into the same exact thing where, you know, if you could just move your arm the way you wanted the backhoe to move, it would be trivially simple to drive a backhoe, but you're doing it with these two levers that have four positions each, and you have to consciously think, let's see, if I want to extend the arm outward, I have to move this lever in this direction, and that is the conscious way of doing things. Then the other way is after lots and lots and lots of practice, you can drive a stick shift car without thinking about it. Or you, if you've ever seen a, a, a really good backhoe operator do his or her thing, they can make a backhoe move just like it's their arm. It's an extension of their body. It's unbelievably precise and smooth and you know, even can be delicate if it needs to be. They, they, a good backhoe driver is an amazing person to watch. So you have these two systems, the conscious system, which is kind of slow and messy and frustrating, and the unconscious system where you literally don't even have to think about it. You just are doing your thing. Well, the article, The Psychology of Choking, explains that what happens when you choke is that through essentially overthinking, you override or you disable the unconscious system 
that has allowed you to perform well in whatever it is you're doing. Let's say talking. You normally talk unconsciously and when you get into a public speaking situation, that breaks down. When you're trying to be on TV and you don't know what to do with your hands, you've always dealt with your hands unconsciously, and now uh, that breaks down. It, the golfing case, they've been golfing you know, through years of practice. They can golf unconsciously. It's all wired into the brain. And what happens when you choke is that unconscious system gets overridden by the conscious system and you revert back to the conscious system for doing things. The unconscious system is essentially lost and this is why when you're in this choking situation, everything looks so uncomfortable and unnatural and stilted because the conscious system is like that. If you're having to use your conscious brain to think through the motions, it just doesn't work. This leads you to wonder maybe what can you do if you ever find yourself in a situation where you're choking and you need to unchoke, you need to perform in a normal way, then the solution might be to relax and find a way to turn off your conscious mind again. You know, breathing deeply or meditating for a short period of time or something to just shut down the conscious side to relieve the pressure so that your unconscious can take over again and start doing what it does well, automatically doing the task at hand. If you'd like to learn more about this, again, you can Google Brain Stuff, How Choking Works, and it will lead you to some videos and a really good article on the topic. For more on this and thousands of other topics, visit HowStuffWorks.com. Today's episode is brought to you by Canva. Uh, We're all looking for ways to make an impact at work, but not all of us are skilled in visual design. Uh, Canva helps you get your point across uh, simply and beautifully. It's easy to design Canva presentations, docs, whiteboards, and videos. You start with a designer-made template and customize it with your content. Uh, Plus, add graphics, charts, and more from Canva's massive media library. Whatever department you work in, Canva is perfect for any task. Sales decks, hiring docs, marketing brainstorms, employee videos, you name it. Anyone at work can design with Canva. Start designing today at canva.com. Designed for work. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, Oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. 